What is going on, everybody? This is your host, Rob, back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. How are y'all doing out there, man? Everybody feeling all right? It, these last two weeks have been heavy. Heavy, 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 heavy. I, I don't even know what to say, man. This this episode, I'm going to try to, you know, I'm going to promote positivity as usual. Um, but, you know, just going to drop some tidbits about some of the things I've been thinking about, some of the things you should probably be thinking about. Um, yeah. That um, these last two weeks have just been sheesh, man. Uh, we'll get into it, though, man. We'll find some positivity, y'all. I promise. love y'all and i need to do y'all a a little bit of a service if you have not already heard or if you have already heard about some of the mass shootings that have taken place as of late this is uh may 25th 2022 if you do not want to hear about that you might want to skip the first i don't know five ten minutes of this podcast because i'm going to touch on it um, and I don't want to trigger anybody. I'll be triggering myself just by talking about it. Um, so I just wanted to forewarn y'all before I got into uh, the headlines for today, man. Um, these last couple of weeks, y'all, I mean, yeah, I, I don't even... So, mm, okay, I can't even, the music don't even fit. Um, there have been at recently, there was one on May 14th, and I believe there was, the, the other was May 24th, which was yesterday, mass shootings, um, one was performed, ugh, not performed, one happened in um, Buffalo, New York, racially motivated, 10 black people were killed, three others were injured, and the shooter was live streaming it on Twitch, okay, um, okay. the, um, The more recent shooting, unfortunately, took place in Uvalde. I believe I'm saying that correct. I might not be. Texas. 
Um, 19 children and two teachers lost their lives in the shooting incident. And I think the tough part about that is we don't know why. Um, according to USA Today, the shooter sent Facebook messages about 30 minutes before the rampage that he was going to shoot his grandmother. Then he is shot. Then he shot her. And then he went to an elementary school and killed 19 children and two teachers. This is still developing. They're still investigating. Uh, he is dead. And I'm just sending all of my thoughts and prayers out to the victims and their families. Um, I'll, I'll delve into that in a bit. Um, I'll, I'll delve into that right after I say this. The only really, sorry y'all, it's that. So the only good news I have or positive news I have is what I've been repeating for the past few weeks is the Google stock split happening in July and the Amazon stock split happening in June. Their stocks will be divided by 20. That'll be your chance to get in on the investment. Okay. Um, this, this shooting that happened in Texas is horrendous. And where our country is and where the world is and our overexposure to violence is scaring me. I don't even have feelings right now. It's like, it's not that I don't care because I was an elementary school teacher. I taught fourth grade. I know what it's like to sit in a classroom with those kids and see the smiles on their faces and hear the laughs and the joy and for them to feel safe and comfortable. That school is the last place a child should be in danger or anyone should be in danger. And I preach safety to my kids all the time. And I, I could just only imagine as a teacher how terrifying that must be, or even as those children, how terrifying that must have been for them. And I, I personally, I don't even have the capacity to process or feel right now. It's, it's saying goes for the Buffalo supermarket, racially motivated shooting. People in a grocery store buying food for whatever reason and someone decides to kill you because of the color of your skin. Like, my brain and my body, like, I can't process. I cannot. Pro I'm, I'm saying this out loud on this mic knowing that y'all are listening. And I'm telling you, I can't cry. I can't feel. Like, my, my brain and my body are just kind of like, it's almost surreal. 
And I know it's getting really bad because I said something like to my friends, I read off a stat of how many mass shootings we have we've had this year. And the first response was, oh, that, that's not really that many. Like, we're talking about people walking into groups of others with a weapon and killing them. And when I say that, your response, your first response is not that that's messed up, that's crazy, that's wild, but that's really not that many. And I'm not faulting my friend, I love my friend. It's just how numb we have gotten to this type of horrible news. I think there's over 200 so far. Um, but please just say a prayer and send some love and healing energy to those families. As a parent, I'm not even a parent, but as a parent, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine as a teacher because I get, you know, sad when my kids are out sick and they're not even my kids. I just, I can't process y'all. I'm sorry. I can't. My brain won't let me process it. My brain, my, my brain is like not letting me feel. And I'm going to have to decompress from news and media because I know it's not healthy to hold it in. And I'm not trying to hold anything in. Like my girlfriend tried to talk to me about it yesterday and I said, I don't even want to hear it. I can't do that because I got to go to work tomorrow <laughs> and look my kids in the face. And I don't want to hear about that. I have to push it to the side so I can function. This weekend may be a different story, but I, yeah, and I'm not trying to be insensitive or mean or anything, and this is a, this is a problem. I should, this is not how I should be feeling, but again, you know, I've talked about this. We are exposed to so many things, and our kids in this society, we're exposed to so much stuff, you just become numb, and this is not something you should be numb to. Um... Again, the story is still developing. Nobody has the motivation. Nobody knows why he killed his grandmother. Um, nobody, I mean, the guns were legally purchased. So, you know, a whole bunch of, I, I, let me let me forewarn y'all, okay? If you haven't been paying attention or if you don't really follow these things or follow the aftermath, um, I'm a firm believer in the Second Amendment. amendment. Um, you know, your right to bear arms, this, that, and the third. But, you know, <laughs> do it lawfully, do it responsibly, man. Um, a lot of gun legislation has been bouncing around for the past few years. It's a very big thing. A lot of people fight for it. People want to just be able to go buy their guns and just not have to worry about anything. But I'm like, yo, this kind of shit here should not be happening. You know... You can say that's your right all day long, but why doesn't why does an eighteen year old need two rifles on their birthday and copious amounts of ammunition? I think I don't have it in front of me, but I think he bought 
Nope, here it is. He purchased 370 rounds of ammunition. I don't have the answers. I don't know what legislation is going to do. I know people are going to fight on it. You have people who already own guns, people who want to own guns. I personally believe that is too young. You can buy a shotgun and a rifle at 18, but you can't smoke, you can't drink. And you can't buy a handgun. You can't buy a handgun until you're 21. Now, if they had like a, hey, you know, I don't know. People talk about mental health, background checks. That I mean, that's cool. I think that should definitely be implemented. You want to make sure that you want to try to make sure that whoever is purchasing these things is mentally stable. But anything can set anybody off. So, you know, I'm, I'm not here to get into debates and I'm not even going to go down that road. But I have my own thoughts and feelings about that. I just think from a maturity standpoint, think about how you reacted when you were 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Think about how you reacted to situations then versus to how you probably do now in your 30s. I was a hothead myself. But I digress. Everybody thinks they have the answers. Everybody's getting pissed off. I just know something needs to change. Something needs to be different. There needs to be, I don't know, maybe an investigation needs to be launched or alert needs to be launched when someone buys up so much stuff at one time so quickly. It just don't look right. It just don't look right. It don't feel right. Because I know for me personally, I typically buy, when I, when I, when I shoot, I buy to go shoot and I buy to replenish what I shot. And it's 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 in intervals. So I don't know, man. I don't know what the answer is. But um just peace, prayers, and blessings to everyone. Man, I take some time to process, y'all. Um and again, if you need a, a social media break, please take one. If you need a news break, please take one. <sighs> okay. I'm going to move on to some topics. Try to promote some positivity. Hey, okay. Um, so the topics for this week, power in the palm of your hand basically is the theme, is the theme for the topic. So power in the palm of your hand. I want you to keep that in mind. And what do I mean by that? Your hands hold the key to everything, man. We work with our hands. We type on these computers. We drive our cars. We, we call on our devices, we manipulate things with it, we video game with it, we do hair with it, we cook food with it. Power in the palm of your hand. So literally and figuratively, you have a lot at your fingertips, right? So what are you, what are you doing with that power? What connections are you making, right? So I want to I want to use that to go into the first topic which is thinking of yourself as a success. So, where did that come from? That came from our Instagram page. If I can open my Instagram, y'all. Sorry, it's been a week already. And on Motivational Monday, we said success is a state of mind. If you want success, start thinking of yourself as a success. Start thinking of yourself as a success. What does that mean? I'll tell you what that means to me. To me, that means I might not have it today, but I'm going to get it. And if I'm going to get it one day, I need to prepare now. People who are successful 
did not wait on the success to come to start working hard. NBA, NFL, NASCAR, tennis, teacher, doctor, lawyer, manager, all whatever you whatever you aspire to be in life or whatever you're doing or whatever is next for you, you got to prepare for it ahead of time. Because when it comes, it comes hard and it comes fast. Shut up. I was talking to the people with the dirty minds. I'll use myself as an example. Speaking with people like my boy CV, who will be on the show soon, pass the P's app. Make sure you follow them on Instagram and follow the Facebook group. That link is in the description. My broker, Corwin J. Millette, and my mentor, um, my boy Jamal Gamma New Noop, Lawrence, Russell, many others, many others. When I talk to them, and I hear where they are, and I look at where they were before, I can see the work that they did. They prepared themselves. They were thinking of themselves as successes, and they carried themselves as such. I think of myself as a success. I cannot tell you how many times in my business ventures, when I'm sitting back doing the paperwork, LLC, let me register here, let me get this number here. Let me make sure I'm following this law. Let me make sure I have this license. Let me look in the trademark. And so many people are like, oh, you don't need that. You can just go do it now. Well, they don't have that. Well, blah, 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 blah. Cool. That's how they want to do it. I want to be a success, meaning I'm going to do this at a high level. At a, such a high level that people are going to get pissed off that I'm doing well. And they're going to put my name into Google and on these state websites to see if my stuff is together. Not, and I'm not diminishing or talking down on anybody, but not just on a level where, you know, I only do three, four, shoot, maybe 10, 10 things a year with this little thing, but it's the same people, the same circle, the same money, you know, I make, make me an extra 15, 20,000 that year off of that, something small, maybe, maybe only 10, something light, something light, I'm under the radar though, I'm not doing it so big that people notice, no, 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 no. From my experience, podcast is going to explode and have millions of listeners one day. So you dang right got an LLC and a legitimate website coming and got trademarks and copyrights coming. And I control and own all of my content and record and edit all of my content. All of my designs are in-house or paid for. No homeboy, homegirl favors. No, I'm going to pay you. This is a business transaction. Because not, not not that none of my people would do this. But because you're not about to come back to me 10 years later and say, oh, yeah, I made that. Yeah, I, I, you need to give me some coins. Nah. I, and I give credit where credit is due. I think of myself as a success. This is going to go somewhere. And when I get there, I don't want to be scrambling trying to do stuff that should have been done. There are politicians who have had their name taken for websites. You go to www.johnsmith.com and it goes to Paul Smith's website because Paul had the foresight to say, let me buy this dude's name and make it a website because he ain't thinking, he ain't thinking ahead. He's not thinking like a success. I have like six domains. I got my old domain for Complete Vision Entertainment. I have the new one, Complete Vision Solutions, KV Solutions. Any any semblance of variation of my company or dealing with my company, I want to own that. 
me. Rob, you local, you small, ain't nobody think about you, but you will one day. <laughs> and there's even some people who have quote unquote made it or think they've made it and they're on their way up and they still haven't done these small things. And these are some of the small annoyances that can come back and bite you in the ass. But again, thinking of yourself as a success, who you, who's your circle? Where are you hanging out with? Where are you getting these connections from? What does your reputation say about you? How many times have we seen celebrities and their old tweets or old Instagram photos and all this stuff come back to bite them? You have to believe and push yourself forward and start doing the things that you know you need to do now. The ones you can afford. Small stuff. I registered my bit one of my businesses with the county the other day. The county. So when they put out bids for stuff that they need, I get them messages too. Why? Because I think of myself as a success. I ain't done a piece of business yet. But guess what? When y'all ready to do business, it's going to come across my table. You know why? I think of myself as a success and I want to put myself in position to reap the benefits of my hard work. That's a tidbit for you. If you have an LLC, I don't know what type of business that you do. You need to check with your local county and see if they have a registration process so that you can receive communication when they're looking for vendors. Anything in your city or state where you can register as a vendor so that your name is popping up. Black business directory, business directories. Put yourself in there. People will call you. I put myself in some black business directories and I'm the only vendor machine company. The only. I'm in... I want to say two right now. And I looked up vending machines on purpose. I'm the only one. But guess what? If I didn't take the time to register, there'd be no one. But now I stand alone. Because I see myself as a success. Because I want people to call me. I know that the phone calls are going to come. The opportunities are going to come. I just need to be ready. My paperwork's straight. Let's have a meeting. Well, are you officially registered and licensed in the state of Virginia? Sure am. Here you go. Here you go. Here's the unique ID number for my business. Oh, government contracts and grants and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Register for that too. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you what, what, what that means to me when it says think of yourself as, as a success. Let's move accordingly. Let's put ourselves in position. Let's say to yourself, yo, the calls are coming. The opportunities are coming. Let me make sure I'm ready. Let me make sure I'm ready to do business. Are you ready? All right. And that, I mean, basically, that goes into the last point. I'm going to flip them. So taking a step forward each day. That's a part of having a success mindset. Or thinking of yourself as a success. What can you do to take your business a step forward every day? Not a leap, not a jump, not a sprint. One step forward. That could be a phone call, email, text message, registering on the site, working on your website, working on social media templates, working on designs, researching. That I do something for my businesses every single day. 
Not always something major. Sometimes it's something small. Sometimes it's a decision I should have made weeks ago. I would go ahead and make it. All those things I just mentioned before, registering on county websites, all those things, I do that because I'm like, yo, I need to do something for my business every day. Just like a lot of successful people say, well, you get up and you go to work eight hours a day and you got to go home and work on your business. Well, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'd be tired. <laughs> my job is physically and mentally draining because I have to be super duper alert. So when I get off, I don't, I don't always have the most energy for my business. So I try to make sure I do a few things a day, even if it's an hour, just do something, open up something or leave it open on my laptop. So when I open my laptop, it's right in front of me like, hey, you didn't get to this. And on the weekends, same thing. My weekends, I take pride in that. I thank God I'm in a position where I don't have to work two jobs anymore. So I have my free time to be able to work on my business. And I could be more efficient and more effective. And I'm getting there. But I'm also watching my capacity. <laughs> because I'm going to be doing a couple of other things with some other people. And I want to make room for that. Because I believe personally that it, it's easier when we work together and do things together. So when that group effort comes, I want to make sure I have room for it. Working on my own personal stuff, I can handle that. I kind of got a path and a methodology behind it now that I've been doing this for a little while. But when it comes to that team and that collaboration thing, that is something I really want to do because it just it just makes it so much easier when you're when you have a group of people and you can work together. And with that, I want to get into the last thing basically, which is, you know, creating safe spaces. Um, I put up a post on Facebook and it's probably one of the best things I could have ever done because it reminded me of who I have in my corner. <laughs> um, so I'm going to read it. It's a long post. But I'm going to read it. You love me. That's why you're here. If you don't want to hear it, skip ahead. No, don't skip ahead. I'm going to read fast. So I said, long post for myself, but these are some of my innermost thoughts and part of what drives me. Y'all know I love sharing with you all, though. Remember this. Some of the smartest and most successful people you know and or heard of were once the opposite. They didn't like lacking knowledge and success, so they did something about it. I'm willing to bet they did quite a bit of the following. They asked questions, utilized resources, built relationships, a.k.a. networking with other people who are where they are trying to be or at least truly working towards it, took charge of their educational journey, took risks, put themselves in uncomfortable situations, dealt with setbacks and failures, learned from their mistakes, saved money, learned how to invest all around, divested themselves of certain behaviors and habits, utilized their talents and skills, did things, quote unquote, especially when they didn't feel like it. Study, 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 practice, practice, practice. I could go on. I post stuff like this to remind myself that I have more control and, and options at my disposal than I sometimes realize. It is also to remind myself, shut up. Why are you complaining? You know good and damn well you ain't working hard enough, nor are you working as much as you should be to reach the level you want to be at, end quote. 
I'm hard on myself and on others at times because when it comes down to it, everyone can't be lucky. Everyone can't be the one in a million. Everyone can't magically be taken care of based on the kindness of someone else who quote unquote made it. Everyone isn't going to be rich and successful. And potential also comes with probability slash likelihood. If you're going to do the math, if you're going to do the math, do all the math, not just the part that makes you look good to mask what you are truly lacking. Lastly, generational wealth is about teaching how to actually maintain and increase the wealth, not just continuously passing the money down. Without the knowledge to go along with the wealth, I'm sure there there will be more serious problems. The knowledge part is going to take some serious work. Funny thing is, every day is an opportunity to make a change and take a step in a different direction. Literally every day. Happy Friday, y'all. So I posted that last Friday. And some of my closest peoples, you know, they liked it, they read it, commented, and that post is about me just basically venting some frustration with myself. Because at the end of the day, the only person I have control over is me. The only person's destiny I have a say-so in is mine. Everyone has that same burden, right? So I can I can only focus on and think about what it is I'm trying to get done. I can speak to others. I can try to encourage others. This, that, and the third. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. Of course you can do that, and I think you should do that. But at the end of the day, I have the most control right here, home base, with me. This is where I have the most control, and I need to take advantage of that. And I'm not afraid to look in the mirror and say, yo, you slacking. Yo, you not doing a good job. And I'm not afraid to hear it from others. And when you're in the right circle of friends and people, real recognize real. When your friends are sharing stories of success and progress and you saying, yeah, I got some things cooking. I got some stuff, you know, I'm working on this. Thing. They can see through it. They're like, yo, the last five times I talked to this guy, he said that he ain't did nothing yet. And before you know it, the conversations are less and less and they've moved on to people who are more conducive. Because I want people around me that are on my level or above. Those are the people I need to be spending the most time talking to, dealing with. It ain't personal, but that's how you get better. Because you learn from them. I've learned so much from my inner circle. I can't tell you how much I've learned. Duns Duns and Bradstreet learned that from Carl Van. Learned it from Carl Van. Never heard of it a day in my life. I've listened to so many podcasts. Never knew. Listen to Earn Your Leisure podcast. I don't know those two gentlemen personally, but shout out to them and their beautiful, wonderful podcast. Learned so many tidbits from them. Learned so much from Corwin J. Millette. Because they're at or boy, they're above, I would say, in my opinion. They're above and past where I'm at. I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get their level of work ethic and consistency and just hunger for knowledge. I'm working at it, though, for for what I got going on. But I say that um, to say this. So creating safe spaces, right? Part of the problem, and not just with not just with people, quote unquote, successful or your circle. It it's rare to find someone who, quote unquote, gets it. You know what I mean? You ever just had a conversation with somebody and they just get it? Like, you don't even have to finish the sentence. They kind of give you a look or they chuckle at the right moment and you know that they get it. And I'm going to take advantage of that. 
so some of some of those people, and I know some people may take this personal. You shouldn't take it personal because my relationship with everyone is different. Um, but there are just some people that get it, you know what I'm saying? And they give me the in the type of energy that I want and need to move forward with something. And I decided to create a safe space for us. You know what I'm saying? So I'm creating a safe space to where we're going to meet once a month. It's going to be a little Zoom chat. And it's going to be a vent session. Yo, what you got going on? Let them get, let them let it out. To, to In a safe space with other people who get it, who've been through the struggle, who are going through the struggle. Call it, you know, and this ain't nothing new. We see it on TVs all the time when they have like, you know, AA and therapy groups and this, that, and the third, what have you, support groups. Why we don't make our own support group for the people who get it? Why? Power in the palm of your hands. We got cell phones. We got Zoom, Skype, FaceTime, Uvu, WhatsApp, Duo. We got all these resources at our fingertips, and we ain't using them. So I'm creating a safe space just so we can. And it's not even to be, oh, well, share the knowledge. No, I, this is literally going to be a space where you can just let it out. And then I'm going to let it out, then you let it out. And then we're going to have those, those moments of laughing and knowing that we get it. Because what happens is... Those of you who know when you're on that path and you're busting your ass and you're working, sometimes you think, no, you forget that you have people around you that get it, but you don't talk to them on enough on a consistent enough basis. Or when you do talk to them, you're talking business or business ideas. You don't really vent. You don't really just converse. And it builds up. And it makes what you're trying to accomplish more frustrating and tougher on you. Like there's been times I've gone weeks without doing anything for any of my businesses. Didn't record a podcast, ain't look nothing up. Come home, eat, Xbox, sleep. Because I'm frustrated or I'm tired or I don't want to move forward anymore. But I had five or six people I could have called that could have just listened and be like, I get it, but you know, you need to bounce back from that. Luckily, I have enough intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation to pick myself back up. I do now because I want stuff. I still want a bike, I want a car, I want a bunch of land so I can build my own shooting range just for practice and for fun and just to invite, you know, friends and family out. Uh, I want to be able to travel freely. I still want a Nissan GTR. I want a Kia Stinger. I want my uh, Ram pickup truck. That shit ain't free. I just named probably about a half million dollars worth of stuff or more. Probably more. Guess what? I, I got to go get it. I can't wait on nobody else to go get it for me. So that's what I got for y'all today. Hope you were able to pull some positivity for that. Let me holla at my black brothers. Black man, black man, black man, strong, black brother, proud, black brother, educated, black brother, resourceful, black brother, 
Here's what I want y'all to do, short and sweet. I challenge you to create a safe space. You have your friend circle, your family circle, the people that's close to you. Create a safe space. Set up, do what I'm doing. Set up a Zoom meeting once a month. Once a month, y'all meet. Or, or barbecue once a month. Or a hangout once a month. Dedicated to y'all just letting shit out. Just venting. And I ain't talking about, you know, when y'all just happen to be chilling and then somebody call and come through. No, make it structured so that it's something that y'all can look forward to. So that the homies know, all right, this is my chance to recharge and refresh. Give yourself something to look forward to and make it a point to let people know that this is important. This is on my calendar. This is scheduled. This is for real. Okay? That's all I got for y'all, man. That's what I challenge y'all to do. And ladies and gentlemen, that is a rap scaroonie. I love y'all. All of you. Yep, you over there, you sitting right there. Mm-hmm. Even the people that scrunch their face up. Even the people who don't like everything about the show. I don't even like everything about the show. <laughs> but yeah, man, um, life is precious. And I'm not just saying that because of the incidents that have happened. I'm just saying that from personal experience. I've lived, I've loved, I've lost. I've been complacent. I've been unappreciative. And I've been humbled. And being humbled reminds you to be thankful for every day, every breath that you take, friends, family, loved ones. Because there's always somebody out there that that's doing worse than you. But also, just the reality of it, man. Nobody knows the day nor the hour. You don't know, man. So instead of beefing, fighting, arguing, fussing, going back and forth, spread love. It's really that simple. Let's not fight about that. That's not that's not as important as us. Let's not fight about that. That don't mean you can get away with your BS behavior, though. But let's not fight about that. Let's not even put ourselves in a position to have these those types of conversations. Let's let's uplift one another. All right. All right, y'all. Until next time, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, financially. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.